man. We gotta go to San Diego, man. We're hungry in the motherfucker. Hey, yo, man. Man, what's taking home so long, son? Freaky, calm down. Man. You coming? Many men wish death upon me. Blood in my eye, dog, and I can't see. I'm trying to be what I'm destined to be. And niggas trying to take my life away. I put a hole in a nigga for fucking with me. My back on the wall, now you gon' see. Better watch how you talk when you talk about me. Cause I'll come and take your life away. Many men, many, 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 many men. Welcome back to the Watch Us Series podcast. Devin, Mike, and Brandon are back. And we are here to review uh, Shazam. Uh, yeah, Shazam. Uh, we all have a superhero inside us. It just takes a bit of magic to bring it out. In Billy Batson's case, by shouting out one word, Shazam! This streetwise 14-year-old foster kid can turn into an adult superhero. Directed by David Sandberg, starring Zachary Levi, Michelle Borg, uh, my man Digimon Hansu. Yeah, I said it like that. Jack Dylan Grazer, Megan Good, uh, etc. Uh, the reason why you might be asking, why are you playing Fifty Cent to introduce this video? Movie? Yeah, I am asking that. And the reason it's why really it's real easy to tell. is because so many people have wished death on the DCEU, including myself. Um, yeah, you're and, a hater of the DCU. And the DCU and Shazam basically said. Uh, Many men with dust on me, but I'll put a hole in somebody who tries to talk shit about me. Because this fucking movie was incredible. Uh, I loved every single second of it. And Devin is a hater. He's a, the biggest hater because he judges shit for no reason. <laughs> I was ready. And the movie starts, he's like, oh, this is bad. I'm like, nothing's happened. The shit's about to be whack, yo. Nothing's happened. And at the end of the movie, he goes, I really like that movie. I really did. I really... But- so... I felt like it was some shit about the movie that, like, I, at first I wasn't getting it, like, as far as the whole bringing everybody together type shit. Like, he wasn't redeemable. And then his mom, his mom not being shit, and I felt that shit because I was like, who doesn't find their kid at a fucking amusement park when people are calling for him? And then for when Billy got hit with this shit, oh, man, I was like, this movie's great. Because they don't show that shit in, in, in movies. And, you know, DC has this way of going dark on these movies and being super, this fucking dark and not not light and not campy or whatever. But this movie had everything, and I I was here for it, and I was surprised. Uh, Mike, what'd you think? I liked Shazam a lot. And, you know, Shazam is actually a character that I was not... I don't really like Shazam that much in the comics. I don't dislike him. He's just Let me ask there you a question. Me. How many comics have you read with Shazam in it? None. Okay, that's why, I, I'm, that's why I'm saying I don't like him. I'm just not... So, let me get this straight. You have an opinion on a character that you've never read. Well, he's in comics that I read. He's just... They're not his comics. That's, I didn't ask you that. I said, how many comics have you read with Shazam in it? None. I didn't say... I, I just said he's not for me. Like, he's a good character. I just don't... I'm not interested in Shazam as a character in the comics. So, I went into this with no expectations. And you came out of it? Very, very happy. I I enjoyed it a lot. Okay. I mean, talk to me. What did you enjoy? <laughs> well, I think we finally, even in like, we we lost. There's this isn't a gritty movie. This isn't a dark movie. This movie doesn't take itself. I mean, 
it takes itself seriously in all the right ways, and it doesn't take itself seriously in, in, in the right ways. And I, they just they finally I, they finally got one right. You know, it's like so that's good. I mean, everything about like I liked everyone's acting. The the dialogue was good. The writing was good. I mean, they finally had they finally had their their big you know flawless movie. Even though I liked Aquaman, and for some reason you didn't, but we don't need to talk about that. What this film is is. This film is when WB stays out of the way of a director, unless the director who clearly, who clearly likes the character and read the source material, tell the story that the director wants to tell. Uh, this this film is highly, highly, like ninety nine percent based on the new Fifty Two version of Shazam. Uh, there's going to be spoilers in here, but that's where we they introduce the Captain Marvel family and him sharing his powers with them. And it is, it is super well done. It's a family-friendly movie. It's a fun movie. People of all ages will love it. Whether you know who Marvel, Captain Marvel slash Shazam is or who you don't, you will really, really enjoy um, this film a lot. Uh, and this film, along with Wonder Woman, are the two films where they fully embrace the comic book character. Um, and unlike Batman v Superman or Man of Steel or even Suicide Squad, and definitely Aquaman, where they try to veer away from what people know the character to be, this is who should, this is who Billy Batson is in the comic books. He's a clever, quick-witted kid, uh, and then becomes this hero because he's he's got a good heart for the most part, but he's still a fucking kid. He's just a big fucking kid. So he'll be in the Justice League and interacting with Batman and shit. And Bat, sometimes Batman forgets, like, I'm talking to a fucking 14-year-old when Shazam's there. And that's exactly what you see in this film. Was what, would a four, what would a 14-year-old do if he got superpowers? This is exactly what a 14-year-old would do if he got superpowers, 100%. Um, Mike, talk about some of your favorite scenes in this film. Um, favorite scene? I think my favorite scene is probably... I, this might be cliche, I guess, but I like when he jumps off look when he is going like he accepts that his mom i don't want to say didn't well she didn't want him so i will say that D- you know he kind of accepts his new family and he's like all right i gotta go yeah, so the was, billy jump shazam call yes that's what you're talking about that right? was the best i mean that was it was i think it was an awesome scene that was, that was an iconic scene i mean i mean not iconic because it's not that great. um but, but probably a, my the most fun scene to watch is definitely the children of shazam uh and just watching everybody get powers and watching <laughs> watching everybody like do that it was that was awesome that was funny it was well done um i mean i know enough about shazam to know who they are and, and what they're all about so this is it was it was a nice it was good i mean those my favorite scenes were probably those two i don't think i have any least favorite scenes so the casting in this movie was really well done um incredible zachary levi as grown-up shazam everything Great Astro Angel as Billy Batson was great. I didn't really like him. You didn't like him? <laughs> he, I mean, he played the part very well as far as like he looked like a kid that, that needed a win and like the life had kicked the shit out of him. And he just looked like like life has been really bad to me the whole time. So I guess for what they were the director was going for, he he fit the part. Um, Jack Dylan Grazer as Freddie Freeman was fucking, fucking great. great. Oh my god. He was fantastic. Mark Strong as uh, Dr. Savannah was good. He was a good evil man. Uh, of course, Digimon Hansu is in another fucking movie. 
where he only has one word, one name. What? Oh. What? Where he's in a movie, another movie where he has one name, The Wizard. He has no last name or no name. This is. Oh, is is that Shazam? Like the Wizard Shazam? That's who that is. He's the Wizard, not Shazam. You know, he's he's in um he's in the most Marvel and DC movies than anybody else. Did you know that? Yeah, he's in everything, and he always has one name. He was in Aquaman as well. Yeah. No, he was the Fisherman King. It's two names. Oh, excuse me, Fisherman King. I need to find out who that little girl, black girl. Yeah, was. that little black. That's what I'm looking for right now. Cause uh, she she was fantastic. Oh, her name is Faith Herman. She played Darla. She was great uh, in this film. Isn't she on? Uh, uh, this is. I mean, this is us. Yeah, she's on. Uh, I love um, the daddy, um, Cooper Andrews. He was really good. So good. Uh, so yeah, the actor, the, the casting director did a fantastic job in this film, picking out people to play these characters to tell these stories. I also like how they gave representation to a, a group that you don't see so often in a light that you don't see it in. Foster families, right? like the foster family, but the foster family that's super happy. Like it's this foster family, in uh, an actual foster family. Like in the past, you see foster family, it's like five white kids, and I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, I'm not knocking it, but it's, you know, this is like an actual like people from all different backgrounds taken into a house full of love, given to kids that didn't have love, that need love, and created a family. And the movie was all about family. Um, Devin, what did you think about the villain, Doctor Savannah? I was about to ask you how you felt about him. Um, I think it was well done. I think every the lead up to him was fantastic because. It showed you his uh, his ethos, like you know, you got to see his crooks, and when he stuck it to his father, uh, that shit was great. Um, it, like I didn't realize why he was in jail at the end of the movie, but I realized he he literally killed his brother. He threw that motherfucker out a window. Like you got to go to jail for that <laughs> shit. Um, and uh, I didn't really I didn't really fuck with the the eye, but I get it. You know, you got to like I get it, but uh, I didn't really fuck with that shit. But he was good overall. Um, I feel like he could have killed Billy like a thousand times, uh, or Shazam a thousand times, but uh, he he kept fucking around like, oh, he's a kid, I'm gonna give him a chance and make it cute and all this other shit. Um, but yeah, it was good. He was good, a good villain. See, I kind of thought he was like a perfect representation of like a child who didn't get what he wanted and then doesn't didn't have like the proper like the parents the discipline to learn. Like he was kind of. He was. He may have been a grown man, but he acted like a child the whole time. All he cared about was like, I, I deserve this. It should be me. You know. Yeah, I'd be salty as shit though. I'd be salty too. Mike, you are a stand for Constantine and DC Magic. What do you think about their first? Uh, how they did magic on the big screen for the first time? It, it, they did it well. Um, the Seven Deadly Sins were. They looked good. I, I thought the I, a lot of times I've had problems with the last few DC movies with their CGI, but I actually didn't really have that problem in this movie. I think it was pretty good. Um, granted, they didn't really need to do very much other than the lightning, but you know I'll, I'll give it to them. Um, and I think um, I was kind of hoping to see more uh, Easter eggs in Shazam's lair, but that's okay. More for that. It's I, called I'm mostly... the Rock of Eternity, Mike. If somebody who I'm sure watched Justice League Unlimited, you should know about The Rock of Eternity. It was in an episode, but I haven't watched that show in a long time. It was in a bunch of episodes, and it was in Young Justice with Dr. Fate. Oh, yeah. 
I almost want I want to see Doctor Fate sometime in DC, but I'm I think you will see Doctor Fate at some point. But he's kind of a character that people don't know. Well, so, I mean, Marvel's been doing it. Marvel. I mean, I don't know why you're comparing Marvel and DC at this point. I, I think that I think that comparison's done. This is the first movie that would be a good Marvel movie. Even Wonder Woman, which I enjoy, the third act is not good. It's not. The final fight scene is horrible. Of what? Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. It's too dark. It's too the light. The red. There's too much red light and all that good shit. Yeah. This film would be a good Marvel film. This is a. This is not a. This is not a good film for a DC movie. This is a good film. It's something that you yeah. should go see when it comes out. It's highly enjoyable. It is. It gives you characters that you care about that you follow. The plot is straightforward, yes, but it's clear and concise, and it doesn't veer off. Uh, it's easy to follow uh, for people of all ages and all backgrounds. There's going to be a lot of people who don't like superheroes that can go to see this movie and jump right in. It doesn't try to take con- your kids. Yeah, you can Actually, take your kids. Actually, there were a lot of kids in my theater. It doesn't try to connect with the other movies too much, and so it's a standalone film where you don't need to have seen the other films to enjoy this film. In fact, you don't need to see any of the other films to enjoy this film. You can walk right into this movie for the first time seeing a superhero movie and get everything that they're talking about in the references because they explain it. Devin asked me in the beginning of the movie, what is this rock? What are they talking about? And I said, Devin, they're going to explain it. And then when Billy Batson got off the subway and went and talked to the wizard, he explained everything. He explained the seven sins, what happened to them, why they're trying to come back, that Billy's their last hope, that he's going to give them his powers. They explained how everything worked in the film. I wanted that the supervillain to be Black Adam or Black Lightning. Black Black Adam. I think we all did, yeah. but I'm glad they for didn't some do reason Black Adam. well apparently Dwayne Johnson likes to take control of these projects that he's on and he just didn't have the time to be in this, but he was supposed to originally be in this, I he's think. He's getting is he supposedly getting his own movie. Why though? Because Black Adam is incredibly interesting. Go read the JLA from the two thousands, just as the, I mean, uh, JSA, I'm sorry. Justice he's just, Sorry. I don't trust him at all, that character. He's in, uh, you're not caught up on Heroes in Crisis. He's been, I'll just let you read it. But He's, I can see why like people would want a movie about him, but I don't know. I mean, I would have liked to see them face off. Maybe at some, I'm sure they will at some point. Yeah, I mean, they, they kind of have. But I'm glad they didn't. Dr. Savannah was in the Golden Age, if you go back, not that you will, but if you go back and read the Golden Age Captain Marvel which is what he used to be called um, before the lawsuit in Foster Comics. And uh, there's the whole thing. We'll talk about it on the comic book history one-on-one when we do it in the week. Um, but he, Dr. Savannah was a big time. He was the, ev- you know, he was an evil scientist back, you know, the forties, evil mustache trailing scientist that wanted to take over the world, that type of guy. And I love how they gave him some nuance in this film. Um, gave his character a purpose, made you, when you first see him, you go, yeah, I, I, feel, I feel bad for that kid. Right. And But they do a good job of saying, but yeah, still fuck him because he's terrible. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's it's really, really interesting and kind of annoying. And this when I left, I was angry because I was like, if DC had the ability to make these kinds of movies, to make a movie like this this entire time, why were we getting that bullshit for so long? Why did it take so many badly reviewed movies for you to finally go, you know what I'll do? Let the director tell a story. <laughs> Let him make... Maybe they'll learn from this. I, I, I mean, I thought they would learn from Aquaman. Then I found out they're doing a movie I, about the trench. 
I liked Aquaman still. I don't know what your problem is. It's not a me. bad move. Aquaman's not bad. It's just not good. I loved Aquaman. It's not, it it's not, I don't know how you loved it. Aquaman's not a good movie, but I'm glad it did well. I'm happy for him. I love Aquaman. I thought I don't, we never talked about this because you didn't let me. Go, go, go ahead, Mike. Get your. You I, I, well, I don't know what Brennan. I don't know what you dislike about it. It wasn't. The, it, it wasn't, wasn't good. Aquaman. How you're how, the one always saying that it's okay to to divulge to get away from the source. What? No, that's not. That, that is not okay, Michael. No, that's not what I said. Jason Momoa is just being Jason Momoa, and then he happened. I to, always say it's okay to not tell one-to-one stories from the comic books. As long as the core of their character still exists. That's what I always say. But maybe he's going to get there. He's, there was nothing normal. about regal fucking Arthur Curry in that fucking movie. That was a rock star dude, bro, playing king of the Atlantis. Figuring this shit out as he goes, still being a dude, bro, the whole damn time. And, and it's fine. I didn't hate the movie, but it, they had, I mean, it had a lot. Of, it, had, it didn't have great CGI. It, it had tried to it tried to rush three stories into one movie. You had the crown you had the crown for Atlantis. You had a black Adam. You had a black mansion story, and then you had the the fucking uh, invasion of the surface world. And you tried to tell all three stories in one movie. Those should be three separate movies. That should be the trilogy of Aquaman movies. Not try to cram all three of those stories into one movie. Uh, it had a lot of issues like that, but we're talking about Shazam right now. Um, Mike, what'd you think about Zachary Levy as Shazam? Oh, great choice. Excellent choice. I, I loved it. I thought he did really good. Um, and I think he really understands. I, I don't know how he, I don't know how he like, like what he, how he prepared for that role. Cause he basically had to just be a 14 year old kid again. <laughs> yeah, it makes Played me think that he's kind of a child. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I can't like. So, yeah, I feel like I'm kind of a child, but I don't know if I could have done that as good a job pretending to be one. I mean, he's been in Disney films, so he's pretty good. He he was uh, the the uh, star of Tangle. Yeah, he was, yeah, like yeah. How do you like their take on the Shazam costume? I, I like it, except I always like when he wears his hood. Shut yeah, up, Michael! You can't like wear a fucking hood in a movie, not all the time. Why? Well, yeah, they're not gonna let people do it in a movie, but it would be cool. He didn't have it Why? on at all. Why in the wouldn't movie. No, he didn't have it. Well, okay, he didn't have it on at all. The only time you saw him in the hood is when the wizard Shazam was showing him that like hologram thing. True. Of, but yeah. why? Why can they do that in the movie? What, what, why Just it would have to be a dramatic scene where he. Well, because that's what they do in movies. When you watch Iron Man, he's not in a covered fucking mask all the time. Half the yeah, time but he's that, in it when he's doing his thing, when he's fighting. You know, like the fights. Yeah, but he always the gets then he always takes the mask off to talk and shit. Because they have yeah, to show his face. Because that. they're paying that, Robert fine. Downey Jr. millions of dollars. And so they got to show your face. Because if you're not going to show that person's face, why the fuck am I putting them in there? But, why, but didn't, why didn't he wear it at all? That's what I said. I agree with you. I mean, he could yeah, he could have took it off like in a dramatic scene. I would have liked to see him in a suit more because it just looks cool as so shit. So much cooler. Like it was there. There's two versions of his suit. One where he, like, he has the hood and one where he doesn't have the hood at all. So if you're not going to wear the hood, don't attach it. I wonder how jacked up he got for this film too. I don't think he did. Is that a muscle suit? It's a muscle suit. It has to be. Like he. I don't know. Henry Cavill got jacked up. But Henry Cavill's Henry Cavill. So Ben Affleck got jacked up for Batman. Can we talk about Henry Cavill? Who that was definitely not Henry Cavill, but of course not. Henry Cavill's not coming back. We've been established this on this program. Someone was uh, Superman. (laughs) I mean, it was a dude that had muscles. Yeah, (laughs) a white dude that had muscles. That was who that Superman was. 
Uh, by the way, that's fucking funny as shit. And by yeah. the way, there had to be a time jump of some sort because unless Superman saw him on the news and was like, yeah, I'm going to come talk to you. And if that's an ode to Shazam joining the Justice League, that's interesting. Super interesting. Um, I I found uh, Zachary Levi like, to be great. My favorite part was um, definitely the 7-Eleven robbery shit uh, when he was like, shoot me in the face. <laughs> and he was like, no, no, no. <laughs> And he shot oh, him that and was funny. One case of your finest beer, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, that shit. The, our theater was dying laughing at that scene. It was so ridiculous. And he's like, don't shoot him in the face. And he shoot him in the fucking face. That shit is fucking funny. My favorite scene was the scene where all the kids get their powers, too. Uh, just because I'm a sucker. Say my name. And they're like, say my name. They're like, Billy, Billy. Batson. <laughs> that shit is so good. Oh, they hit they hit the comedic they hit the comedic notes in this film so perfectly. So often I go to films and I hear people laugh. I'm like, yeah, that was funny. But I, I don't laugh out loud. I was laughing at this film because it was funny. Like it was funny. It was it was heartfelt. You cared about the characters. Uh, speaking of that, Mike, um, what do you think about what they did about his mom and how the story they told with his mom? I kind of expected that to happen. Like, I mean, I like when it, I was like, if they don't explain this in such a way that she doesn't want him, then it doesn't make any sense. Because how did you lose him at the fair? But then, yeah, I was like, oh, God, that made, this makes perfect sense now. Like, you just didn't want him. You couldn't do it. And, so did you I think mean, was, they were going to do the thing where she's like, oh, I want you now, or he's going to reveal that he's a hero to her? Or do you like how they did it? I like how they did it because it gave him the closure that he needed. And, you know. It, it's kind of in the end what kind of enabled him to realize what he needed to do. And be a true hero. So, Mike, are you interested in seeing a Shazam too? Yeah. Devin? Oh, without question. I want to know what the fucking cockroach shit, I mean, the uh, contemplative shit was that we're talking. So I'm sure Mike looked it up on the internet. So, Mike, why don't you tell us about that? About what? The, the after, after credit scenes. scenes. I didn't see the after credit scene. Fuck, I Michael! I know. I was going to ask you what it was. Oh my god, Michael! You have one job on this goddamn I, I had to leave. whole I podcast I, shit. I, I you are supposed somebody. to give us the technical shit because I don't speak technical at all. I just be like, "This is the shit I seen, and this is how I react on." Is it but, online? Can someone show it to me? I'm, I was Mike. The movie doesn't come out in two weeks. I'm okay, what was online. it? Just explain it to me. What was it? In the mid credit scene, we're taken to a prison cell where Daddy Mark Strong, Daddy Strong. Um, is seen uh, where Dr. Savannah is seen fiercely writing the symbols to enter the Rock of Eternity throughout his cell wall. It's to no avail. He can no longer gain entry to the Rock of Eternity. After breaking his writing utensil, Mr. Mind's voice can be heard chiding Savannah, referring to the symbols as something akin to child's play. As Savannah realizes the voice is coming from the small caterpillar-like creature, Mr. Mind tells him that he has a grand plan for him in the realms of magic. Uh, He tells Savannah the Wizard Shazam the seven deadly sins and the rock of eternity are not the only source of magic. He hints there's even stronger and greater magic out there to be taken. The scene is definitely set up for a sequel with Mr. Mind and potentially Savannah being the main villains. It's possible it might allude to the formation of the Monsters Society of Evil. I don't know too much about Mr. Mind. Um, let me see. Mr. Mind. Uh oh. On the fly, we're doing it. Yeah, let's see what this Mr. Mind is. Mr. Oh. Mind is a fictional comic book character created by Foster Comics, down by DC, 
one of Captain Marvel's primary villains. Mr. Mind is a two-inch alien worm of highly intelligent high intelligence. Mind usually carries out his villainous plans through an organization called the Monster Society of Evil. Significant as one of the first supervillain teams in comics to contain villains that a superhero had to fight, had fought previously. Uh, the Monster Society made his debut in Captain Marvel Adventures 22, and the resulting Monster Society of Evil story arc continued for two years later. So, he was he's been all the way back since the Foster comic days, and then post Crisis he was in the JSA, he was in Booster Gold, he was in Final Crisis, he was in New 52. Uh, so yeah, so. Look at that! They're they're they so they're definitely setting up uh, a sequel, which is good. Um, anything else, Mike? You got about this film? Was there an, was there only one? Was it just a, oh, the a second one was like him talking shit to this fish, because you know how they were doing testing the powers the whole movie. Oh yeah, he's so, trying to see if he could talk to fish. So he started talking to fish, and he's basically like, um, "Yeah, this shit is a pointless ass power. Why would I do that?" And Freddy's fucking wearing an Aquaman shirt. And he's like, uh, duh, Aquaman. <laughs> so that was kind of funny and cool. Um, but yeah, I left that theater happier than I've ever left a DC film. I was so happy. He's like, that was a good movie. But we both felt the same way. Like, why haven't they done this when they had all the resources to do it before? I'm gonna, I'm actually going to go see it again when it comes out. Because I want to see it. In the, I'm going to see it with Big Mike. I want to see it uh, with a general audience um, to see how they enjoy it. Um, because it's it's a really, really, really well done. That movie. little girl, man. Yeah, that, that girl who played Darla was just just great. The love, like her and Freddie, were just like these are the, these kids is acting. Yeah, <laughs> is what I said. Like these kids out here acting, man. Yo, Mike, if you go see it again, when you go see it with Big Mike, look at every time they go to the school. There's somebody running up, running up and hugging somebody every fucking time. It's crazy. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody gets hugged every I was like, what the fuck is that about? But I mean, I guess it's it's cool. How did you feel about the douchebag brothers? What? The Who, douche, who's douchebag douche bro- brothers? The, oh, you mean the bullies? Yeah, yeah. The bullies. They weren't her brothers. They were brothers. They were brothers. The douchebag brothers. No, they brothers. were brothers, but they were not her. They were not, not their uh, Michael, brothers. I said, how do you feel about the douchebag brothers? That's what I said. Oh, I'm sorry. I misheard you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mike uh, has friends me. like that. I don't have friends like that. None of my friends like that. You have friends like that. Uh, all right, so Devin, you got anything else about this film? Um, I want to see it. Uh, definitely part two or sequel to it. Um, Megan Good, shout out to her because that was a good cameo. She was still good because um, she definitely played the. They all did really well when they were the Marvels. Um, oh yeah, did you see the? Uh, hey, Freddy are they Freeman? gonna keep those powers? Do they keep those? Or was that like one time? In the comic books, thing? no. They yeah, in the comic books they have them. I don't know what they, I don't know how they're gonna do it in the film. Um, I like how the dude did the Hadouken. Yo, that shit was dope. Lightning powers, that was good. Um, all right, before we get out of here, Mike, you saw the second Avengers Endgame trailer, so let us tell us some of your thoughts. That's fantastic. I love it. Reveals nothing, but only gets me hyped, which is what it should do. So, what do you think those white suits are for? Uh, I have two theories. Space travel. It's probably it's probably for the quantum realm or for time travel. I almost want it to be a fake out, and they're not actually wearing white suits, and it's actually their like actual suits, and they just don't want to reveal that dramatic walk up yet because the movie's not out yet. And I think maybe when you actually see it, they'll be wearing something totally different under that fake. Uh, it's the white that throws me off. I don't know why you need to wear white, but. 
It's probably not that. It's probably going to be for time travel or the quantum realm. But. Do you have any new theories on how they're going to beat Thanos? No, honestly, and I don't want to have any more theories because I want to go in with no expectations. Is Ant Man going to do it, Michael? Who's going to do it? You see it? that thing I sent you on <laughs> Facebook Messenger? Yes, I saw it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it could work. Fun fact I just found about like this Facebook Messenger shit because I didn't have it like notified to my phone that I've been missing out on a lot of good conversations. And uh, yeah, I'm going to do oh, better. Oh, I was going to, yeah, you're never in there. Uh, I'm going to do better. Yeah, you're never in there. Um, anything else about the trailer, Mike? No, I, I mean, do you got anything? I can't really think. I mean, it's it was great. No, that's all I got. That's all I got. Um, what are you rating Shazam, Michael? Yeah, I was about to say. What do you give oh, Shazam out of 10? Uh, probably 9, 8. Which, which nine number? Eight. 8 and a half. No, 9. I'll give it a 9. Devin? We got we to gotta respect them for really rebounding and... Restoring my faith in it in DC, so I will give him a nine because I enjoyed that movie, and I fucked a whole tub of popcorn up because of it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a solid nine. It's a good movie, not just for it's the best DC movie, but it's a good. If it wasn't, if DC had great movies, this would still be a great movie. It's a really well done movie. It it it's very similar to Ant Man to me, where it's a character that people don't know too much about, don't care too much about. And so you're able to tell a funny, cool, quirky story uh, that's about family and love and has a lot of comedy with a lot of good acting performances in it. Um, and so those two movies line up very well for me. Same thing with Guardians of the Galaxy. It's all in the same type and style of movie. So if you watched Guardians of the Galaxy and you enjoyed it, if you watched Ant-Man and you enjoyed it, um, if you go see Shazam, you'll enjoy that too. Um, but thank you for listening. Um, you can, we're going to do a History of Shazam episode on the Comic Book History podcast uh, the week the movie comes out. So make sure you subscribe to that on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and listen to that if you want to learn more about the comic book history of the character. Uh, we're going to have more movie reviews coming out with us and a few more coming out the next couple of weeks. Uh, Game of Thrones is coming back soon. Game of Thrones. Uh, the Shield's coming back. The Flash maybe Devin and Mike will actually catch up and watch this fantastic season. Not happening. So we can talk about it because, you know, they're supposed to be experts uh, and they're not being experts. Uh, we need to do a Netflix show, yo, because there's a lot, of, a lot of good shit on Netflix. I've been watching a lot of good well, shit Well, I wanted Netflix. to do, like, more of those documentaries. Like, anytime they do a d- documentary. Yeah, I mean, I'm down with that, too. But so, I feel like we should ask people what, I mean, we should, you know, put a poll out or we should just tell what we're watching on Netflix. Like, I watch Netflix a lot. I don't know about, about you. Guys. I'm starting to watch it more. So, yeah, we'll do that. We need to watch Umbrella Academy. So, when Mike and Big Mike watch it, I'll watch it, and then we'll talk about Yo, it. Yo, that'd be the best review ever, because it's nine episodes of straight fire. Like, them joints are great. Okay, so, yeah, we'll do that. Uh, and I'll watch it. So, thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll be back soon.